0: This is Rising Shining. I'm Kelsey. In each episode, I share honest reflections and encouragement that I hope will be a bright spot of your day. You can always find all of my writing at risingshining.com. This is episode 102, How to Take a Day Off. This year, as part of my 2024 goals, I'm planning to take three days completely off, February 29th, June 22nd, my half birthday, and December 22nd, my birthday. Every year, I take my birthday off and love the feeling of being completely off-duty. I realized I should not limit myself to feeling that way only once per year. As I've been looking ahead to February 29th, I found myself trying to figure out how to take a day off. What a funny conundrum to be in. But I wonder if others can relate to it as well. Even though I take a full day off once a year on my birthday, I still don't feel like I'm great at designing a day off. Part of this is my season of life. I have three young kids, a household to co-manage, and work for myself. I just don't have much opportunity to practice taking breaks. Part of my challenge is that work and being productive is truly fun for me. Although I recognize how important it is to balance rest and work, even fun work. We are not robots. So I've been asking myself, what can I do for eight-ish hours that will leave me feeling the most refreshed? And slightly more existential, what do I even like to do for fun? I think these are good questions that as adults we don't ask ourselves very often, but should. Interestingly, or maybe not, I'm mostly drawn to doing things alone. Although I love being social, I'm an introvert at heart, and having a quiet, leisurely day alone is what I crave to feel refreshed. I thought I'd start with a brainstorm list of things that I enjoy doing. From the list, I could choose two or three things to include in my day off. Here we go. Going out to breakfast alone at the coffee shop, my favorite local coffee shop, and reading. I usually do this on my birthday. Showering, blow drying, and curling my hair. Also wearing some makeup. I don't do any of these things every day, so when I get to do them, they feel like a treat. Shopping in a non-stressful way, such as browsing at Sephora or the Container Store, or going into one clothing store, like Madewell or Loft, to look for something to buy. Browsing at a bookstore, especially a locally owned one. Exercising either early in the morning so it's already done, or doing a gentle kind of exercise, like yoga, during the day. Watching a movie I've been wanting to see. This could be at the theater or at home now that we have a great movie set up with our new TV. Catching up with a friend on the phone, perhaps while I walk outside in the company of a cup of coffee. Speaking of coffee, a mid-afternoon cup of coffee and maybe a sweet treat. This always feels so indulgent to me. Checking out something new or new to me around town, like a restaurant, shop, art exhibit, etc., Getting a facial. I rarely get these, but I much prefer a facial to a massage. Getting my nails done. Although, truthfully, I like to have my nails look beautiful on a day off, but don't necessarily want to spend my day off getting them done. Making a new recipe from one of my cookbooks, or a cookbook that I've checked out from the library. I've made bread once from the Bitman Bread cookbook, which I currently have out from the library. Maybe baking another loaf or trying another of the sourdough baked good recipes in the book. Going shopping for supplies to support a hobby, such as buying a few things to support the bread baking I've been trying, like a food scale, a new loaf pan, and a sourdough starter jar. And last, lunch or dinner out with friends. I love the idea of this, but the coordinating part is less attractive. I feel like coordinating and scheduling is such a big and draining part of my life, But I could pick a place I want to go, name the time, and throw the invite out to several people. If no one can make it, I can always enjoy bringing my book. So that's my list so far. My mind starts to drift to other things that I think are fun, but that stray into work and productivity. I'm not totally opposed to including one of these things, but I want to make sure that including something productive would actually be refreshing for me. It's tough because I often have the feeling that if I could just clear out several to-do list items, then I would be able to relax more. Do you feel this way? So part of me is tempted to turn a day off into a power productivity day and clear the decks. But the to-do list items will keep rolling in as soon as I clear some away. Plus, I know that the elusive, I'll be able to relax when, dot, 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 is something we all think from time to time, but honestly, it's a lie. The point is to learn how to rest even when there are things to be done, and there will always be something to do. So what do you think about days off? Do you take them? If not, could you find a way to put one on the calendar this year? A birthday is often a great place to start. And what would your ideal day off look like? I would love to know. And P.S., if you like this topic, I have two book recommendations for you, both by Laura Vanderkam, who has been a time management inspiration to me for years. And in fact, I wrote about how much I liked her book, I Know How She Does It, way back in my full-time working mom days, and I will link to that in the post. But in terms of finding rest and fun, I highly recommend Laura's book, Off the Clock, and the book I'm currently reading, Tranquility by Tuesday. I love the way Laura presents information and new ideas in such a practical and appealing way. As soon as I read one of her recommendations, I'm always eager to implement it. Thank you so much for spending some of your day with me. This blog post is linked in the notes of your podcast player, and the post has photos and links. I love to hear from you. Connect with me by leaving a comment on this blog post at risingshining.com or find me on Instagram. I'm Kels Wharton. And if you enjoyed what you heard today, would you consider sharing it with a friend or on social media? I always love to connect with new listeners. And your reviews on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen are so appreciated. Until next time, I'm wishing you everyday joys and small wins.